Amen. Thank you so much. Good morning. Welcome to worship here at Germantown Presbyterian Church. It's a gorgeous day, and what a way to start the week with worship in our Lord's and Savior's house. We are so glad that you are here. Also, good morning to those of you who are joining us from the comfort of your home or wherever you find yourself today online. We are so glad that you are here amongst us. I want to extend a special welcome to those of you who are guests with us. We are so glad that you're here, and we hope that you feel right at home here at Germantown Presbyterian Church. And so we have some uh, welcome bags just that say a little bit more about who we are with some uh, special GPC swag, as we call it these days. Swag, not merchandise, swag. Um, so would love to gift you that just to get, have an opportunity to connect, build a relationship, and tell you more about our wonderful church. Y'all uh, give you an opportunity to find the friendship pads that are in your pews to sign in and note your attendance with us. And for those of you joining us online, you can go to the digital friendship pad and join us and note your attendance with us. And this is also a great place. If you've got prayer requests, anything going on that we can stand with you, this is a confidential way we can support each other no matter what happens in life. You'll see in your bulletin, there's a lot of amazing and exciting things happening here in the life of our church, but there's just a handful that I want to bring special attention to. After two years of taking a break due to all the things that have happened, we are excited to share that the Compass, the Wednesday evening Compass program, is back. And we had a phenomenal first gathering this past Wednesday and just loved every bit of it. And so for the next three Wednesdays, we're having this. And what this is, is from 5.30 to 7, we get together on Wednesday night. We start with dinner for the first 30 minutes, and then we have a Lenten Bible study where we're sitting in the last seven, or last seven, I taught it, the last four days of Jesus' life, a pivotal turning point in human history and obviously for us as people of faith. And so if this is something that you're curious about, we would love to see you. Child care is also provided. We want to make sure that we uh, are inclusive of all people who want to join and be attentive to what God is doing in their lives this Advent season. Also want to let you know we have a phenomenal in-house Lenten devotional that we have come up with called Praying on the Nines. You can find them in the Narthex. It's a phenomenal way to deepen your journey with Christ this Lenten season. So I encourage you to go check those out in the Narthex after worship. GPC Connect is back, and a lot of people don't know what that is. Um, we used to call it Parents' Night Out or the Breathe Program. It's an opportunity where we give our young families, our kids, a time to build friendships and grow in their faith, and also our young parents an opportunity to have an evening out together. Well, March is weird, right? Because March is spring break month. Normally, we do it on a Friday, but we didn't have one. So this month, it is on a Sunday, a Sunday morning, the last Sunday of the month on the 27th. And so what it's going to look like is our kids will be here the whole morning. We invite our parents to come and to worship and then to go have Sunday brunch together. I think brunch is the best meal of the week. And so we want to give our parents an opportunity to build those friendships in their faith on Sunday morning. So I invite you to go register online. 
Today and next week, the elders of the church voted to have a special offering to support the people of Ukraine. We all know that there is just horror and destruction going on there, and we have prayed and felt the discernment, the leading of the Holy Spirit, to stand with those who are suffering to provide resources of aid and support. So we're taking up a special offering today, and if you would just designate as you give to God your tithes and offerings for that to go to uh, the support that we're having for the people of Ukraine. Nakomi registration is up, and for those of you who don't know what Nakomi is, that is every year we go to a campground, and as a church, we go on a retreat for a weekend. It is phenomenal. There's something for everyone. It is gorgeous. My wife and I went last year, and we were pretty new to staff and moving here. One of the coolest things is we couldn't tell who was new and who had been coming to Comey for years. It's just this wonderfully hospitable weekend where we get to come together and bond as a family of faith on retreat at a campground about two and a half hours east of here. So registration is online, and that ends on March 31st. So we invite you to go register and sign up. You will not want to miss that wonderful weekend. And lastly, daylight savings happened last week, and I felt like I was groggy until Wednesday, just missing that one hour of sleep. And it kind of throws us off, but one of the blessings is it's lighter later. So we encourage you to come and check out our evening worship service, which starts at 6 o'clock. It's not in here. It's just next door in our Warren Hall room, and it's phenomenal. It's a beautifully intimate and meaningful worship service. I encourage you to come check it out. You will not be sorry. It is such a blessing. And lastly, I'd like to invite our ever-beloved Gerald to give a special announcement. Thank you, Mike. Uh, There's an announcement in the bulletin regarding a concert that's here in the sanctuary this Friday night at 730 This concert is sponsored by NATS, N-A-T-S, which is the National Association of Teachers of Singing, and it is to celebrate the life of Sandy Franks, who was with us here for 20-plus years as a soloist and did many things in music, including director of children's choirs for the last 10, 11 years. But this concert is to celebrate her life. She died one year ago, uh, April 12th, I think it was, uh, of cancer that within less than four months after she was diagnosed. But this concert is sponsored by Nats. Sandy was the local president of the local uh, Mid-South chapter of Nats, and it is a nationally sponsored concert. We're trying to raise, or they are trying to raise monies to set up a fund to award a small uh, scholarship to a singer, a high school singer, each year in Sandy's name when they have their annual competition for the Nats high school students. If you would like to contribute to that, you can send a check to, the, to me or to the church for uh, the, into the music fund, and we will send it on to Nats. Or the night of the concert, there will be a QR code on the program, and you can donate online if you care to. But this Friday night, 730 here, two, two choirs from Rhodes College will be here. They're, they're singers and the ladies' chorale, and various singers from around the community, including several of Sandy's students. Thank you very much.
Good morning. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Please stand as you are able and join me in our call to worship. Give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell of all his wonderful works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wonderful works he has done. He is the Lord our God. came into the world to reconcile us to God and to one another. Out of our need for grace, let us confess our sins together. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, we draw near to you with a deep desire for your cleansing grace. We confess that we have used and abused the blessings you have given us and set our hope, joy, and satisfaction in them rather than in you. We try so hard to be self-sufficient that we have blinded ourselves and others to our daily needs for your provision. Lord Jesus, have mercy on us. 
And please do not withhold your faithfulness from us when we test your love. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Scripture and our own lived experience of Jesus tells us that God is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. This morning, the Lord has heard our prayers, received our confession, and through the saving death of Jesus Christ, has forgiven us of all our sins. Thanks be to God. grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And also with you. As our children come forward, I invite you to greet those around you with a sign of Christ's peace.
as we listen to God's word. Before we do that, would you join me in a prayer? Ah, oh, good morning, Jesus. Thank you for this day. Thank you for the gift that it is to be together in you. And so as we open to your hearts, our imaginations, our minds, our souls, we invite your Holy Spirit to come in and speak. For we, your servants, are here to listen to you. This we pray in your holy name. Amen. The scripture passage that we're going to spend just a few moments in this morning is taken from the book of 1 Corinthians, and it's in the 10th chapter, and it starts with the first verse. I don't want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud, and all passed through the sea, And all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. And all ate the same spiritual food. And all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them. And the rock was Christ. Nevertheless... God wasn't pleased with most of them, and they were struck down in the wilderness. Now, these things occurred as examples for us, so that we might not desire evil as they did. Do not become idolaters as some of them did. As it's written, the people sat down to eat and drink, and they rose up to play. We must not indulge in sexual immorality, as some of them did. And 23,000 fell in a single day. We must not put Christ to the test, as some of them did. And were destroyed by serpents. And don't complain as some of them did. And were destroyed by the destroyer. These things happened to them to serve as an example. And they were written down to instruct us on whom the ends of the ages have come. So. If you think you're standing, watch out that you do not fall. No testing has overtaken you that's not common to everyone. God is faithful. He won't let you be tested beyond your strength, but with the testing, he will also provide the way out so that you may be able to endure it. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. 
couple of weeks ago, I had a rare opportunity to spend a whole day and a morning with my 97-year-old grandmother down in St. Pete, Florida. And as happens when family gets together, we spent a lot of time just sitting in her living room and swaying back and forth between stories from the past and moments and situations that are going on in our family in the present. It was a rare time. It had been years since I got to see my grandmama, and we savored every minute of it. But when we were together, my grandmother had this deep craving, this deep desire that kind of surprised me. She wanted to go to a park on the north end of town, a park she'd never been to. And she wanted to go and walk in the park and see a few birdhouses. Some birdhouses that I had hung 15 years ago for an Eagle Scout project. And we heard that a few of them were still up there. So we wanted to go and check it out. And even though my grandmother is 97 years old, this was really the first time that I saw her experience her age. Grandma's still with it. Grandma's got it more than I ever will. And she begrudgingly has this walker that she cannot stand, but she brings it along because the doctor told her she has to. And after we got a couple hundred yards from the car, we had to sit and take a break. Normally, when she's spending time in an old-growth forest, she is in heaven. But this time, it was a little tiring. So we sat down. And we sat down on this bench that overlooked this narrow swamp canal. And the canal was teeming. You could actually see it with turtles and snakes and alligators. For most people, those are called predators. For Floridians, we call them neighbors. And we just sat a while and talked. It must have been an hour or so. I honestly didn't look at my watch. It didn't matter. When you're spending that quality time with family, time is irrelevant. And so we were sitting and talking, and my grandmama started telling me stories. And I have spent a lot of time with her. But I was still surprised. She was telling me things I never knew. Things about... Her daddy, my great-granddaddy, who was a professor at UT Knoxville, an ag econ professor. Stories about our ancestors who cut a rough life for us in Middle Tennessee, in the Hungry Hills, that, where we have a cabin still. Stories about my granddaddy who annoyed and bored her to no end, and she misses him every day. And as we were sitting, I kind of got lost and entranced in the beauty of these moments from the past. And it was hard to not feel convinced that those, those were some better days. 
A similar moment is happening in the story that we just heard from Scripture. Paul is talking to a group of people who've been sitting and talking and thinking a lot about what's happening now. And they're going through a lot. It's a divisive time. Everyone thinks they're right, of course, for good and holy and godly reasons. People were jockeying for control back and forth, and they looked at the past, and they heard themselves start telling stories about a moment in time when people were wandering in the wilderness for 40 years, and they looked back, and they said, that's real faith. We need some of that to help us get through this. It's hard not to. It's hard not to look back and draw strength. We do it all the time. It's normal. It's good. It's right. And you hear Paul saying to them, you know, you're not wrong. God did do some amazing stuff back then that we wish he would do now. You're right. God showed up in amazing ways and all of them were unified. We wish we had that. All of them drank from the same spiritual well. We wish we had that. But you know what? They bungled their relationship with Jesus just as much as we do today. Sometimes our memories trick us. They tell us that the past is always better than right now. But that's not always the case. You see, these people were craving something. They were craving a deeper, not only relationship with God, but they had a lot of desires. Peace, that's a good thing. Harmony, control, stability, all good. The problem was their deep desires, the ones that God gave them, they followed them so far that they ran amok. They followed their godly ideals rather than the God who gave them to them. And this happens all the time. We see it happening right now. Like the first Christians, we do have these deep desires. When you look at your newsfeed, which you probably did this morning, I've gotten buzzes on my Apple Watch all morning. You can guess what the newsfeed is. Ukraine. The horror and the tragedy happening as one person, one government, is following their desires to the nth degree, and it's ruining people's lives. And it's running amok. And it's hurting people. And sometimes you see that on the grand stage. Easy history. But other times, this happens in much more subtle ways. In our own lives. We take the good and the right gifts from God and make more of them than God does. Sometimes we mistake the gift for the giving. And Paul has a word for this, a, a special nickname, if you will. He calls them tests. Now, I'll be honest with you. 
I have a fair bit of baggage when it comes to the idea of God testing us. A lot of times people use that phrase as a shorthand for describing like a difficult moment. And God is kind of playing with us, poking and prodding us like a pop quiz. And no one likes a pop quiz. And it's something you either succeed or fail at. But actually, Paul is saying something entirely different. He's saying, listen, listen to the cravings that are bubbling up from the deep well of your life. The cravings of your body, your mind, your heart, your soul. The cravings of your desires this Lenten season. Let them teach you. Let them lead you to deeper waters where Christ is. So if you're tired from school, that's why God invented spring break. Go and rest and enjoy. If you're disturbed by what's going on in Europe and other tragedies that are closer to home, Good, go and be a part of what God is doing to achieve peace and wholeness and reconciliation there. If you have a favorite basketball team, this March Madness, good, cheer them on, celebrate them, follow them all the way. But don't stop there. Keep listening. Follow not just the urges of your body and soul, but the Savior that is speaking to you in and through them. Because this is not God messing with you. If something feels off, it is not God playing with you. This is an opportunity to experience the full force of of faith. It's not an idea. It's a lived experience by allowing Christ to guide and govern us even there. So no matter where you are on the journey of faith or of life, one of the hopeful words we hear from Paul, our best days are here, right now. Because that is where Christ is meeting us. They are never fully behind us. And they are never fully before us. There is something important right here, right now, that God is doing in the swirl of what's going on in our lives. Because Jesus is actively giving us these opportunities to feel healing and rest, and wholeness where they are lacking. He's giving you a moment to experience what it really means to live in Him. To be creatures that find their deepest joy in the presence of God. So listen to the yearnings of your life. Whether they're bubbling up in healthy or maybe in unhealthy ways. There is deep beneath all of that 
a God who is speaking in words to you beyond words. Approach those desires with charity, for there is goodness in the restlessness. And see, beyond it all, apart from the highs and the lows, there is a faithful God following us with his goodness and his mercy all the days of our life. Amen. Faith is a gift that is given to us by God, and it is passed down to us by those who have come before us. And so this morning we do affirm our faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. Please stand. I believe in God the Father Almighty, the Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. And he ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated. Another sign of our resuming life as uh, what was normal pre-pandemic is that we are now this year going to again take a mission trip to Mexico this coming summer. And to tell us a little bit more about that and how you can be involved is Eddie Beatty from our missions leadership team. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. On behalf of the mission's leadership team, I would like to invite you to volunteer for our mission, Mexico mission trip. <clears throat> the dates are June 14th through the 21st this summer. For more than 20 years, people from our area have traveled to Castillo Brito in the southern Yucatan Peninsula to share God's love and to work shoulder to shoulder with fellow Christians. The ministry involves building 6,000 gallon cisterns to provide residents with an abundant supply of rainwater. Mixing sand, gravel, water, and cement, concretes form to pour the floor, walls, and roof of each cistern. Volunteers stay in the compound of Todd and Maria Luke, our missions partners, and meals are shared in their home. We fly to Cancun and then travel in a van to reach the Luke's house. The next morning, we start work. You can contribute as much or little labor as you feel is right for you. Please prayerfully consider whether you should go. You don't need any construction experience. You don't need to speak the language. All you need is a willing spirit, clothes to get dirty, and a passport. If you believe you should go, you'll not have to pay the full cost of the trip. First-time first participants from GPC will pay $500 for all travel, food, and lodging expenses. To make travel arrangements, 
headcounts needed by April 15th to make travel arrangements and a deposit is due at that time. You can find additional information about the trip in this month's newsletter or ask Will for more detailed information. He's our team leader and he can, ask, he can help you understand all the ins and outs of the trip. Please pray and listen and act. Thank you. My brothers and sisters, we've been blessed already this morning to be in this beautiful space to worship and glorify God's holy name. We've heard God's word read and proclaimed to us. We've stood together and affirmed our faith. We've heard of opportunities to continue to do Christ's work in the world. And now we're blessed yet again to come before Almighty God with our prayers for one another for our church family, for those in our own family, and our prayers for those around the world. And so during this time of prayer, I will invite you to respond. When I say, Lord, in your mercy, you may respond, hear our prayers. And I will leave a space of silence so you can name those that are near and dear to you. So let us turn now to Almighty God in prayer. Creator God, as we come before you with all humility, we come also with boldness. For we bring the prayers that are on our hearts and in our words. And with confidence in your love and mercy, we ask that you listen and respond. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of power and might, we pray with your inter- for your intercession into the war that is currently ongoing and the country of Ukraine, the war that is ongoing on the people, the children, the youth, the toddlers, the infants, the parents, mothers and fathers and grandparents, aunts and uncles, each individual, those that have now for the last 24 days been forced to flee for their lives and fight for their country, and the very right to exist. All because of the destructive and hostile behavior of their Russian neighbors. So we lift their needs before you. We pray, Almighty God, that you would be their light and their salvation, that you would cover each one with your shield of protection, that you would enable each one to find safety away from the violence and the aggression. We pray that you would strengthen Ukraine's president and the leadership around him and all the citizens, that you would strengthen their resolve and help them to stand strong and bless each one with all that they need for the facing of and endurance of each and every day. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of wisdom, Open the hearts of leaders around this wide world to come to Ukraine's aid in every way possible. And we ask, Almighty God, for your blessings by the power of your Holy Spirit to turn the stone hearts of Russia's leadership into hearts of mercy and compassion, that they might stop their aggression and hateful, destructive actions. 
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We know, Creator God, that warfare and hostile behaviors of any kind from leaders, from countries, from individuals, one against the other, are not your will, but are plainly sin. We know that your will is for reconciliation for all people back to you, and we know that the pathway toward you is by love, loving our neighbor just as our Lord and Savior taught us. So may we be neighbors to one another here, there, and all across this wide world, and especially this morning, that we may be neighbors to our sisters and brothers in Ukraine. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We have those that are near and dear to us, Almighty God, and we want to name them before you now, and we want you to hear their names. And so we name them now. Healing God, we have named so many, and yet there are still those that remain in our hearts, and we know that you know who they are. And so we ask that your healing mercies be with everyone, those named and those unnamed, that you would bless them with all that they need for this day. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Creator, Redeemer, Sustainer, God, Lead and guide us with your holy light to be for you, repairs of the breach, instruments of your peace and love to all the world, beginning here and now on this first day of spring. And hear us now as we join our many voices into one strong and solid voice, praying the very prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. All that we have and all that we are are gifts to us from Almighty God. So let us now, with great joy and generosity, give to God all that we can through the giving of our tithes and our offerings and this opportunity to give to help those in Ukraine by the special offering.
Let us pray. We are grateful for your wondrous love, O oh God, that created us and that sustains us day after day, year after year. Out of gratitude for your wondrous love, we give these gifts. We dedicate them to your service in the world and for the building up of Christ's kingdom. In his name we pray. Amen. Now go, may the grace and mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit rest with and abide in you always, now and forever. Amen. Have a great week.
Gotta come win tonight, Woody. Tell him to come win tonight. Cheryl. <laughs>